welcome to the podcast, I guess. Um, so basically, what I'm trying to do is something similar to Monday Motivation, but in a different format. I loved Monday Motivation, but I really thought that it could be a change for a time for a change in presentation, I mean, um, because what resonated the most when I kind of looked at the content that I was putting out was, yes, motivational uh, content, but really content that was about daily uh, applications, things that you could just kind of take and run with for your day or your week or your month or whatever, and a lot of more of that practical stuff and not so much just like, yeah, you can do it, but like really detailed, this is how you can do it sort of content. And so thinking about that, thinking about all the time we're gonna have this summer and with quarantine and everything, I thought, wow, podcast video content, uh, cause I'm doing both video and audio. Um, I thought that that could be a really interesting pivot and something new uh, for you to enjoy. So we're gonna try it out and see what happens. Cause I'm really, I really love podcasting and I love video content. And I think doing both of them could be incredible. Uh, a great opportunity for my content and what I'm looking to do. So yeah, I wanted to go toward a longer form content style because like my Monday motivations are getting like five, six, seven, eight minutes. Um, and that's not super practical just on social. So I'm like, okay, podcasting video that could really work. So let me know what you think. I really am excited about the opportunity that this could bring for me to kind of talk out my ideas in a little more depth. And so it seemed fitting, um, for the first episode, um, while we're still kind of in this quarantine mode would be to talk about the pivot and how we can pivot well. Um, and that's something I'm still trying to figure out. Um, because like most of you, Corona completely threw off everything that I was planning for. Um, internships didn't plan out. Even my backup plans didn't pan out. So I'm really kind of just in this in between weird flux, trying to scrape together some sort of experience, some sort of, um, internship kind of thing <laughs> that I can make work for the summer and who knows how long really. So the challenge in this moment, um, not just in quarantine, but I really feel for a lot of college students for the summer, um, when we, some of us, you know, have our internships are working out. Some of them like me didn't work out. Um, so we're just really looking at these months of time where we have no real structure. And so the challenge is to stay productive, not just busy, but productive, moving in some sort of direction um, without having any real clear structure or direction from outside. So figuring out ourselves what we're looking to do. And so I just wanted to share some ways that I've been trying to do that. Uh, of course, this has still been a hard season and this has been really challenging um, and it's been you know, frustrating and yeah, it's been tough, but I've come up with a few different ways so far that I've just kind of played with and they've really helped me um, get some productivity back into my day, even when I'm not, you know, signing on for classes and doing coursework and things that would normally help round out my days and kind of orient my time. So here's a few of those ideas for you. So the first point that has helped me is to put borders on your day. For example, setting an alarm to wake yourself up and setting a bedtime that you stick to. Um, because a lot of times it's just like, oh, well, maybe I don't have work until two in the afternoon or I don't have anything going on all today so I can just sleep in, whatever. But I find a lot of times that just, it might work, 
but it doesn't really set you up to be in a repetitive state where you can like count on your ability to be productive and focused. Um, so by setting those boundaries, it really helps you kind of allot your energy through the day and setting waypoints through the day to gauge your progress, not necessarily your like output, but your progress through the day. Like for example, for me, it's like, okay, I'm going to get up and then, you know, make my coffee, do my, you know, reading everything. And then lunch is around one o'clock. And then after that, I have the span from like lunch to dinner where I know I'm, I have basically free reign and that's kind of my most focused point of the day. And so I kind of schedule a lot of my well, schedule a lot of my work into that time because I know that's when I'm going to be most focused. And it's only after like that repetition and setting those boundaries that I've been able to understand that about myself. So I thought that that was, um, that could work for you too, to just kind of set those, not necessarily strict timestamps, but it's just kind of, these are the areas of the day that really I'm most productive in and understanding that can really help you leverage your time. And when I have a destination I'm working toward, it helps anchor the day. For example, um, my thing is I don't do any work after dinner. Dinner's like seven o'clock. So I just say, okay, I'm going to work until then and I'll be done. And then it's just all my, I'm just putting my momentum toward that. And it really helps me gain traction. I'm like, okay, say it's like five o'clock. I still have stuff to do. Well, I got to get down on this because um, I can't work after dinner. And it's, it's just a kind of a boundary that helps keep things, keep my, my energy kind of reined in uh, during the day. And it helps, again, allocate your energy, right? Because a lot of times we just want to run nonstop <laughs> and just say, I'm just going to wake up and I'm just going to go, 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 go. And then at some point I'll somehow come down. It's like, that doesn't really work super well. You really need to have a way where you can set you know set your energy for these times and then come down and have rest and have time to recoup that's a really healthy habit to get into and honestly it helps you know where your day is going right in the same way that a budget helps us understand where our money is going having a plan or at least an outline for our day helps us understand where our time goes because so often we just wake up and stuff happens and we go to bed and we just it's like where did the day go and it's the same way if you just get a credit card and you keep you know, swiping it and you don't have a budget for where you're going, you don't know where your money is. And so in the same way, kind of setting that time budget, if you will, to understand not you know, exact durations of everything you're doing, but just having an idea of when it comes to the end of the day, you're saying, man, what did I do today? You can look back and have a general idea of, okay, yeah, I spent time here, 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 and just know that your day wasn't wasted and that you allocate your, your focus and your time and your energy well. So number two is kind of similar, it's set limits. Uh, for example, um, normally this is my habit, but during all of this coronavirus stuff, a limit that I have is I don't really watch the news in depth. I kind of seek to skim some headlines so I know what's going on, but not sit and obsess over every single story. Because at this point, um, it's just kind of a game that's not worth playing. In the beginning, things were changing very quickly and we need to know, but now it's like, you know, it's, it's very slow on the draw. And so it's like just setting the element of, I'm not gonna obsess over the news. I'm just gonna kind of take it one thing at a time and not sit and scroll on my news app all day because a lot of times it's just not worth it because you you have a lot more anxiety, but a lot less answers. And so just setting your setting a limit in that way um, to monitor 
your attention, I think is really important. And another thing is really practical is on your phone setting time limits so that you don't waste the whole way on, day away on TikTok like I do a lot uh, or waste big parts of my day on TikTok sometimes. <laughs> and it's really easy. Just go into your settings. You pick, you know, limit me at 30 minutes. And that really helps rein in, again, your attention. Um, and Because when we don't have class times, due dates, other um, like social engagements that kind of keep our time constrained, like we were talking about, we lose track of time and all that potential that we lost in the day, that, you know, all this time that we woke up having, and then it's just gone because we didn't put those guardrails on it. So don't let it all go down the drain. You know, be proactive and you know learn from yourself of the ways that you tend to use time, tend not to use time, and use that to inform how you budget your day, like we're talking about. And another thing that helps me too is downtime on your phone is an incredible tool. Because so many times my first thing when I wake up is I just scroll on my phone and I waste a ton of time. So what I do is I set downtime for half hour before my alarm and half hour after and what downtime does is it locks your phone completely like you can get like some essential notifications but you can't get into those apps until it expires so what that does is when i wake up i can't unless i like really try and unlock it i can't sit and scroll on my phone because i have downtime set so i wake up my alarm take a second to get myself together and then just start my day and I don't waste all that time up front and I'm, I have way more energy and focus to use for my day to be productive. So that's number two. Number three is to mind what I call your dead time, right? Because I find many pockets of like dead time during my day where I maybe am a little tired and I'm kind of between activities. And so I just kind of maybe just will sit on the couch and scroll my phone for a little bit or turn on Netflix. And it's just, it's just kind of this awkward in-between time where nothing's really happening. For example, like that margin between when I finish work and when I'm like eating dinner or eating lunch or whatever, like it's just kind of that awkward time where you've done all that you think you need to do, but you still have, you know, more things left in the day and it's just awkward. And so being aware of those times and planning for those times has been really helpful to me. Um, for example, I know that like I usually finish when working out by like five, six o'clock. And again, I don't eat until like seven. So I know, okay, from that time I can maybe read. So I'll set a book out, um, like in the living room where I normally just kind of hang out. I set a book there. I can go read, or maybe during that time I'll go for a walk, or maybe I'll use it to work on certifications, like just anticipating that time and not like, honestly, like um, playing ignorant with yourself and being aware of what you do can really help get rid of those dead times. Like again, rest is important, but a lot of times we're just wasting time because we don't know what else to do. So planning for those times and saying, okay, you know, not that you have to keep your energy all the time. Cause a lot of times that dead times when we're really tired, we've been working, but maybe instead of, okay, I'm going to sit here and scroll through TikTok, saying, Oh, maybe I can watch, you know, a TED talk, or I can work on a certification because those are just videos. So I'm tired, but I'm still learning, right? Just compensating for that dead time can really help maximize the potential of your day and not let it get away from you. Like has been happening so much through this time. Number four is to get out your bucket list. 
Like I said, um, I've been working on certifications and that's because in this time I realized we have a lot more time available to work on the things that we've always been wanting to do. Like something I did was I went on like HubSpot, Google, like all the big, you know, big ticket certifications and just made a list of all the ones that I would like to get over the summer. And a lot of them have timestamps. This is how long it's going to take you. So I added up all the time and figured out how long it's going to take me to complete each one. And from there I could schedule, okay, if I just spend an hour a day, then I can complete this many certifications. And it's actually not as many as I thought. Like the total number is like 40 hours, which sounds like a lot, but if you're working a full-time job, that's only one week, right? So like if you're just working one week full-time, you could have every certification you wanted in my case. So making a schedule that allots time for making progress on things you've been wanting to do could really help, again, utilize that time that is kind of getting away from you at, at moments. So just like I said, it doesn't have to be as formal as like figuring out all the times and everything, but just saying, hey, what have I been wanting to do? What have I been saying? Oh, I really wanted to read that book or I really wanted to, you know, go visit this place or, well, we're kind of limited in this moment, but in terms of like, I don't know, there's some hike I wanted to do, that kind of thing, or like a drive I wanted to take, like what, what are some things that you've been wanting to do? Some things you wanted to get better at, fitness, all that kind of stuff. Make a list of those things and a lot time for progress on those because in a lot of cases, we have a lot more time in this moment, whether it's because of Corona or because of summer, whatever it is, we have a lot more time to make progress. So just make a list, make that formal and say, Hey, these are the things I want to work on and um, be aware and make that a part of your schedule as you are trying to round out all this free time. As sad as our schedules have kind of become in a way they become more manageable, right? Because, um, we have, less obligations, obviously. So it's a lot easier to make sense of the day. And although is flexibility is important, you know, cause I'm a planner, but not everybody is right. So flexibility is important, but we shouldn't have so much flexibility that nothing gets done. Right. Flexible. I would say like, um, smarter people than me have said this, but like being, um, flexible and execution, but very strict on vision. Right, so being very clear on what you wanna do, but very flexible in how you get there. And I think that could really be a winning strategy for this moment for all of us. The number five is to prioritize health. Because your mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health is not negated by all the craziness that's going on in the world. So make sure you kind of, you know, take a minute and feel this moment. It's been hard for me to, to really slow down on, but take a minute for that, but prioritize health because a lot of times I think we get into this mindset of like, Oh, this is just kind of a, an in between. And so we can just kind of cruise through, but we realize very quickly that this is going to be a lot longer than we thought. And so those, those habits that are just cruising aren't a lot of times aren't super healthy. And so if we just let them just have their, their way, then, we're not going to be in a good spot. So don't let the craziness negate the importance of being healthy. Um, and make sure you watch yourself and keep up the habits, the healthy ones that you had before quarantine. Like for me, um, it was having a good cup of coffee in the morning while I sit and read 
right? And that's the thing that anchors my day. And I didn't, I tried very hard and I succeeded, I think, in not letting that be impacted by the craziness. If anything, I've spent more time in that moment. Um, and that's been a real anchor during this time of just saying, I'm always going to have this time in the morning to read and sip my coffee. And, you know, that's a real thing that has carried over from, from life before quarantine. So, uh, just making sure your health isn't neglected is super important, obviously. So those are my five, but I have a couple other, um, just thoughts, uh, for this time and for you, uh, to maybe take and run with, uh, in this moment as well. So first is a note on habits, because a lot of us, as I was saying, have started new habits in quarantine, which is great. It's really important to have that pivot and to be able to work in this moment. But I wanted to give a word, especially as things are starting to loosen up and it's looking like we might be on the way out of quarantine. Um, a note about habits and preparing for that pivot once we move out of quarantine, right? Like what is that habit that you started going to look like once we get back to normal? Like, like for a lot of us, working out is a lot easier because we have a lot of time. But when we have less time, how are we still going to maintain that health, right? And, and I'm not saying like don't start a habit unless you know all the logistics. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying be aware, right? That like once we get back normal, things are going to look different. So if this is a habit that you'd like to last outside of quarantine, just be mindful of how am I going to have to pivot? How am I going to have to maybe adjust when and how I do this? after quarantine, just so you have that longevity. So you don't start something and invest all this time in it during these months and then lose all of that because, you know, we just failed to anticipate um, perhaps how life is going to change. So just anticipate that and just think about, hmm, how is this going to look once we move into this new season after quarantine? So that's number one. Then I also wanted to give a note on community something that has helped me tremendously, uh, not just the TV show, but <laughs> um, linking up with people, right? Having regular calls with people and getting in community with people who are in the same situation, who are just looking to have somebody hold them accountable and encourage them in the moment. That has been such a helpful thing to me. Um, so make sure you prioritize that and realize that you're not alone and nobody else wants to be alone. Right. So if you reach out and say, Hey, you guys want to connect? Chances are yes, because nobody wants to be alone in life, especially when we are like physically prohibited, uh, from being with each other a lot of times in this, this season, we weren't made to be alone. So don't stay in your head forever. Make sure you connect. Even if it's just a simple, you know, FaceTime call once a week or something, something to, express your heart to people and then have them um, speak back to you and speak truth to you. Um, it's really important to kind of, for me, spend, get out of your head and, you know, stay tethered and grounded to others because that's how we're supposed to be. Um, so those are my thoughts for this week. I really hope that that's helpful and um, that that makes sense. So let me know what you think about this. I really and excited about the idea of doing uh, a podcast slash video series. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to watch this on either YouTube, listen to it on Spotify. Um, and I'll probably be putting bits and pieces on Instagram as well. So the goal is really just so for you to be able to engage with this, however is comfortable for you and whatever makes sense for you. So please let me know what you think. I'm really excited about this and how it works. So see you next week.